The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Hello, and welcome to the Paul Leslie Hour. Thank you for tuning in. Before we get into the interview, I would be honored if you would consider going to thepaulleslie.com and clicking support the show. There are quite a number of things I want to accomplish with the Paul Leslie Hour, and you can help me get more of these interviews out there to the masses. It only takes a moment, and it makes a world of difference. Last but not least, tell someone about the Paul Leslie Hour. Let them know in whatever way you can. And now let's get into the interview. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very pleased to be welcomed by this man. He is a very talented singer and recording artist. I've had a wonderful time going through his discography. There is a lot of gold there. He's had a 45-year career in music. It has resulted in 21 number ones. And I want to talk a little bit about this and that, but there's something that is really really found a place in my heart, and that's a song that you sang on your latest album, Midnight in Memphis, and it's a song called I Am a Song. So, T.G., thank you so much for joining us here. Paul, thank you. I'm glad to glad to be here with you, and it, it feels good to get to do new music again. The Midnight in Memphis album is my first uh, country solo album in uh, 22 years, and uh, the new single that was just released is kind of a special song to me. Uh, there's a story behind it, if you'd like to know it. Absolutely. You know, we've been going through some very crazy, difficult times with COVID in the last year. It's, uh, I think it's touched all of our heartstrings a little more than normal. I've lost so many incredible friends this year that just absolutely crushed me. Uh, starting with Joe Diffie and then, of course, Kenny Rogers. We lost Kenny and then Charlie Pride and Charlie Daniels and my dear friend, Mac Davis, recently KT Oslin. And it just, the song was appropriate to come out with from the album now because it's from the song's standpoint. It's, it's saying that long after the singer is gone or when the singer leaves us, the music is still here. They leave us with their music. So that's that's why I felt it was time appropriate to come with this particular song was because of the loss of so many of my dear friends this year. Well, I have to congratulate you on the song. And I can tell you, I didn't even get maybe 40 seconds into the song the first time I listened to it. And I'm betting there's a lot of people who have told you this, but I found myself getting misty eyed and I had a big lump in my throat. It really touched me. Well, that's all I think any performer wants, Paul, is to touch people with what they do with their music. I mean, that's all I've ever dreamed of doing in my whole life, Paul, was to make a difference in someone's life with a song, even if it's for just three or four minutes at a time. But the song affected me that way when I first heard it. It, it was written by a great songwriter, Bruce Birch, who was also the co-writer on the great song Wine Into Water for T. Graham Brown. So, and that was a very touching song, T. Graham's song. Um, 
So, yeah, it's it's really making a difference in a lot of people out there right now who are hearing the song. It's it's uh, it's bringing some tears, which is good. There's nothing wrong with purging the soul. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned the name of this songwriter, Bruce Birch, because he has done a lot to help this show. And uh, I've I've found him to be a very inspiring person. He's very humble. He doesn't really he gets embarrassed if you say he's a great songwriter but when you look at his songs they're incredible yeah well bruce is just one of those unique individuals matter of fact he has two or three songs on the midnight memphis album he's that great a writer that when i started searching for songs he sent me a bunch of songs and they were all great i had trouble picking the right ones but now Bruce is Bruce is one of those songwriters in our business that has a great heart. And when he writes a great song, you can you can feel his heart went into that song. You know, he, he's just a great guy. Something that I have noticed having listened to a lot of your albums is there is a really, really high bar that you set. And on this album. From beginning to end, I can tell you that I did not skip any tracks. I've listened to it several times all the way through, and there's a really strong quality on this on this record. What What is it like for you when you put an album out there into the world? You know that through these streaming services, you have the potential to reach people all around the globe, not just here in America. Well, there's a responsibility that comes with being a performer and then and a lot of performers don't realize until later on in their career that we have a platform to be heard and it's a platform that should never be abused i mean it it is an, an honor and a pleasure to be able to sing for people and to make a difference in their lives so i've always felt that i had a responsibility to put together projects that not just have three or four good songs and then filler music. I've always believed that an album is a 45 to 50 minute private concert for the person who's listening. And at any time in a live concert, you can lose the audience if you don't plan the show properly. An album should be the same way. An album should be designed to let the listener sit down and listen to a show and get lost in the show. And so therefore, every song in the show and in the albums should be the strongest that you can uh, possibly find. Hmm. We were talking before we went on the air here about your radio show, which people can find on Sirius XM. And I'm hoping you can tell us what have you found that experience to be like to be able to communicate pe with people on the radio? Well, it, it, there's a lot of preparation that goes into radio. I mean, when you're interviewing people like the guests that I've had on the T.G. Shepard show on Elvis Radio, Sirius XM, has been everyone from Barry Gibb and Olivia Newton-John to Lionel Richie to Charlie Pride to you name it, they have come on my show. So there's a lot of preparation that goes into radio. So I have a newfound appreciation for that side of the business because you can reach so many people with a radio show in one day than you can of doing concerts for months. 
And so I'm deeply honored to have had Sirius XM uh, come to me uh, because of my relationship and friendship with Elvis uh, to offer me my own show on uh, Elvis Radio. So I'm, I'm having a lot of fun doing it, and especially during the days of COVID, these months of COVID. It has enabled me to stay busy with working on the show when I couldn't go out and do concert tours. Going back to the album, there's a reoccurring theme of Elvis on the album. And with your friendship of him, I'm hoping you can tell the viewers, what is the biggest thing you learned from Elvis Presley? Oh, it's so easy. (laughs) He gave me some of the greatest advice, Paul. Many years ago, he gifted me with my first tour bus and really believed in me enough as an artist to help me with that. But he also gave me some of the greatest advice that I have applied to my life and career. He pulled me aside one day at Graceland and he said, your career is starting to evolve. And the advice I want to give you, I want you to listen close. I said, yes, sir. He said, if you ever forget where you came from, you're never going to get where you want to go. There's no room for ego in this business. It's a job and a responsibility to entertain and sing to the people and give them your best. So put the ego aside. So I applied that, that philosophy not only to my career, but to my private life as well. Mm, wow. You know, you were mentioning some of these people who have sadly passed away over this last year. And there's one in particular that I think he is just one of the greatest songwriters who ever lived. And I, I know there are a lot of people out there who probably would agree. Could you tell us about your friendship with the late, great Mac Davis? Mm. I'm still crushed over it. Long before I ever became friends with Mac, he was like one of the mentors, the people that I looked up to and respected because of his talent, his great songwriting ability, his entertain. He was a great entertainer. But I found out later on in life when I got to know him, he made even a greater friend than he did entertainer and songwriter. So Mac is just one of those rare individuals that comes along just so not very often in life that is the real deal. I mean, when Lisa, his wife, uh, called to tell us that he had passed. She said, I'm, uh, I'm taking him to Lubbock and I'm burying him, I'm burying him in his jeans. That was in the song. Uh, so he was just a, a very lovable, funny guy, had the greatest sense of humor of any performer I've ever been around other than Elvis. So Mac will be deeply missed. He has been in my wife Kelly and I's home before. At dinner, we've shared many, many dinners together and fun times at his house. And uh, it's just a tragic loss. But as the song says in in the the song, I'm a song, the music lives on. He left us a great legacy of wonderful songs. And I have some great memories of Mac. So beautifully stated. Thank you. I'm hoping you can tell us about somebody you just mentioned who is a phenomenal singer, who you know quite well, Kelly Lang. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, 
She's sitting right here. <laughs> you want to stick your head in here and say No, hi. I have no makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 can, I can only hope that every performer in, in our business, in, in, in the music business, could be as fortunate as I am to marry someone who understands what you do for a living. I mean, she not only is a great performer and great singer, but she's a great writer and a great record producer. She produces her own records with Buddy Hyatt. And uh, I can come in off the road and she'll say, well, how'd it go? And I can talk to her about something and she knows exactly what I'm talking about because she has stood on that stage and she knows what happened that week on the road uh, to live with Kelly and be around her and watch her creativity is an absolute joy of mine. I love, I'm loving watching her fly. She is now starting to do incredible things with her music. She has a new song called I'm not going anywhere, which is a national commercial uh, for Ascension hospitals. And it's causing quite a bit of a, of a wave in, in music. Everybody is talking about it. She's become like a, uh, a Shazam uh, star where you Shazam people to find out who's singing this song. <laughs> I'm very proud of her. I, I can't say enough about her. She is, uh, she's a great mom. She's a great daughter. She's a great friend to her friends. And she is an even greater wife. Hmm. I was having a conversation yesterday with uh, a songwriter named Jenny Yates. And we were talking about what makes a great singer. And you have not only had the chance to work with great singers, you're a great singer yourself. You're married to a great singer. And I would love to know from you, what makes a great singer? I don't think you necessarily have to be the greatest singer. <laughs> I think, I think the true artists are the ones that are able to emote, emote a song and make the words believable when they're singing it. I mean, Johnny Cash could emote a song like no one else. Chris Christopherson the same way. Were they great singers? No, they were different singers, but they were great because of when, when they would sing you believed every word you hung your ear hung on every word that they would sing. I, I think what makes a great singer is just being able to be more of a stylist and being able to emote a song. What is coming up in the future with TG Shepard in a very uncertain year? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I'm hoping to get back on the road. Uh, we're just now starting to venture out uh, to do some concerts. We're playing to half a house in most places, which means that an artist, to keep from hurting the promoter, uh, you have to do more than one show to, so they can make money because mm -hmm. they can't fill up the whole house. Uh, so our concert tour is starting to roll out. You can go to tgshepherd.com to see our tour that's starting. We add dates every week. And, um, and then um, 
I, I think that I will be uh, maybe doing some more TV things in the future. I, I love TV. That's a great medium. Uh, I will continue the radio show, of course, because I love doing my own show every week. But I, uh, I, I really want to uh, get back on the road, and uh, I've missed it. The days of COVID has enabled me a couple of luxuries, Paul. Mm. It's enabled me to spend more time with my wife and my children and my friends. And I have a whole newfound appreciation for what I do because it was taken away so quickly. And so, therefore, it makes me want it more again to be able to go out there and perform and to experience the crowd and to look into people's faces when you sing to them. So it's made me appreciate it more. I'm excited uh, that the future here in the next couple of months, we have a new contract with Time Life. Um, A lot of my older albums that were the biggest albums for me in the beginning will now be able to be bought digitally and you'll be able to download them because Time Life will take those albums. We're doing nine albums and put them out again now to people that normally would want to go download something. So it's a very exciting time now to have a new avenue to travel down uh, and travel along with the avenue of time life to have them support my music. What would you say has been the best compliment you've received? Wow. That's a great (laughs) question, man. I've never had anybody ask that question. I've been asked everything. Uh, the greatest compliment that I've ever received is probably that uh, I'm a man of faith. Uh, as I've gotten older, I am more spiritual. When you get to a point to where you realize that the biggest part of your life is behind you and not in front of you, you you become more spiritual. You start asking questions that you might not have asked when you were younger, like, where am I really going when this all ends? Uh, so you start asking questions and you dig deeper into religion and the spiritual side. I would think that in the end, uh, I would just want someone, uh, the greatest compliment I can receive is for someone to think that I'm a, I'm a good person and that uh, I'm an honest person. And my wife pays me the greatest compliment of all. She wrote a song on the album called Good Man, which is a song that she wrote about me. And it was such a great compliment for her to write that song on the album for me. So I think just knowing that uh, people will look at me as being a, a good person who uh, tries to treat people kind and help people that are in need, uh, who who need uh, some help along the way, whether it's is spiritually or financially. So the greatest compliment really is, is down to two or three different things. It's being a good person, being spiritual is the two main things. Mm-hmm. Great answer. What is the best thing about being T.G. Shepherd? Oh, gosh. I don't think I'm any different than when I was Bill Browder, which is my real name. I changed (laughs) it legally, you know, 45, 46 years ago. I think the greatest joy is the uh, 
friends that I have gotten to know in the business because of being an entertainer. I have become friends with some of the most iconic people in the world. I mean, from Barry Gibb to Olivia Newton-John and Lionel Richie. These people are the bigger the star, the more down to earth they are. And I learned so much from them. So being T.G. Shepard has afforded me the great luxury of getting to know some great people that I have looked up to for so long. Mm. Well, I always like to end my show. I like to give the guest the stage. You're a man who's taken a, a real stage many times in his life, but on this platform, on this video, what would you say to anybody who's tuned in? Totally open-ended. Well, I would like to say that we're living in a time in the world now there's too much hate. There needs to be more compassion and more love. Uh, if it's someone who's listening in that has aspirations of making uh, their way in music or having a career in music, I can only say that it is the greatest journey you could ever take in life is to be able to do it in music. And to whatever you want to do in life, it's never too late in life to fulfill your dreams. I've always believed that if you stop dreaming, you die. Mm. So therefore, in life, no matter what you dreamed of doing your whole life, it's never too late to be who you might have been because you think you're older. It's never too late to be that person. So I'm a, a strong believer in fate and destiny and lifting people up and, uh, and believing in what you're doing. So I just would encourage everyone who's listening today who has dreams of any kind to keep dreaming because uh, they, can come, they can come true. They really can. Mine did. Well, I want to tell everybody out there to please check out this album. Midnight in Memphis, and give a listen. To, if you want a, a starting place, there's a lot of great songs on there, but a great starting place is I'm a Song. <laughs> and I can tell you, I've enjoyed this album so much. I've been lucky enough to, uh, not many people are dancing these days, but I've danced to this album. I had somebody to dance with, and so I did. And it's been just a pleasure after listening to it so many times to be able to welcome you. Well, it, it, the, the, uh, I'm the one that's blessed to be able to talk to you today, Paul. Um, I hope that people will go to tgshepherd.com. Uh, you can get an autographed copy there. I'd be more than happy to mail one out to you if you go there and you want to purchase the album there. A lot of people like the signed autographs. Um, I also invite people to go to social media because I love social media. I think it's a great tool for performers of today. Uh, follow us on Twitter and, and uh, Instagram and, and uh, Facebook. I'm very big on social platforms. So I hope people will keep up with us through the social platforms and through tgshepherd.com. Well, TG, sir, thank you very much. I appreciate no, Paul, it. Thank you. I appreciate you. I hope to see you soon and stay safe. All right, sir. A great night to you and Kelly. Thank you. Bye-bye. Doodly-dee-pop-a-dee-da. dee pop a dee boo a dee
Goodbye.